Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. So today I am bringing you guys a great topic all about simple ways to grow your audience. Now, I actually did this training in my Facebook community, Next Level Nutrition Biz, uh, last week and it went o- went over really, really well. So I wanted to bring the same content to you guys. And if you're not part of the Next Level Nutrition Biz, a private Facebook community, please head on over, join the group. I'd love to have you in there. I'm actually doing Facebook Lives every Friday. So there will be some similar content to the podcast, but a lot of new content as well. A lot of mini trainings, really actionable trainings to get you guys started and scaling your nutrition business. So again, if you're not in that group, please go ahead and join. But I do want to bring you that same training that I gave in the group last week, a very implementable training to actually give you ways to grow your audience today, you know, right now, things that you can implement, you know, after you're done listening to this podcast episode and things that you can continue to implement um, during, during the month, during the year, you know, lots of different ways to grow that audience. So I just wanted to preface this by saying that I have two little visitors in my office today while I record this episode, my two little uh, four-month-old tabby kittens. So if you hear some pitter-pattering throughout the episode, that's exactly what it is, but they should be chilling out and napping here beside me, so we should be good. (laughs) So... I wanted to bring you a few um, actionable ways to grow that audience. And I wanted to preface this conversation by saying that, you know, when it comes to, you know, how big your audience is, how many followers you might have on, let's say, Instagram or Facebook, um, or how many people you have, you know, following you on any platform that you're currently using, I just want to remind you that follower follower numbers don't necessarily matter that much. And I know that this might feel like contradictory to what you've been told or what you've been taught and you know they do matter don't get me wrong like we need followers and we need a bigger audience to be able to sell to them because not everybody in our audience is going to convert into buying or paying clients but hear me out here if you have an audience of let's say 10,000 people um, but they're not your ideal client so they're not people that might actually buy from you maybe they aren't you know your exact niche or your exact Um, focus for your business like maybe you want to help women with PCOS and nobody following you actually has PCOS or would need support with that so in that case the follower numbers don't really matter so what we really want to focus on is creating a community of people that are our ideal clients so if that's just a thousand people that are following you on Instagram but a thousand of those people or let's say 900 of those people have PCOS and need support that's going to be way more valuable to you than those 10,000 people that might not buy or might not actually want to work with you. So I hope we're on the same page here. I hope that makes sense. So even though we want to grow the audience, we want to grow it the right way and we want to grow it with the right 
people. So I would say here, you know, right off the bat, if you're talking about social media growth, don't buy any followers, don't use bots, um, or don't use any of these programs that are buying you thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers. You know, again, the numbers, sure, they might look good for a while and they might entice more people to follow you, but if they're not the right kind of people, why does it matter? So we're talking about authentic growth here. So the number one thing I would say when you're looking at growing your audience, kind of based on what I just said a moment ago, is you need to have a clear niche or focus for your business. Now, I've said this a lot in the podcast, and the purpose for having a clear niche or focus is that you can talk directly to these people over and over. Now, let's kind of paint two scenarios here. First scenario is you just keep an open business model. You're helping anyone with nutrition. You're helping anyone with wellness. Well, now you're attracting anyone with any problem, and essentially you have to speak on social media or in your content to every single problem that anyone might have. Now, one, this is really stressful for you and it's overwhelming because you have to create content on everything and you end up being like a jack or a jill of all trades and you're not really a specialist or an expert at one thing. So it can feel really overwhelming. You're not really looking or people aren't looking at you necessarily as that expert on that one topic and there's no clarity in your messaging. So again, you're kind of jumping from, you know, subject to subject and there's no real thorough line um, that you're providing to your audience. So having a clear niche or focus is going to help you have that clarity. It's going to have you help you have that thorough line. It's going to help you really focus on what needs to, you know, what content needs to be created, what needs to be put out there. Um, this is going to really help you with any kind of overwhelm. You're going to be really streamlined and you're going to have a lot more focus on what you can share. And when you're sharing more focused information that people want to learn and want to hear, um, more people are going to join you. They're going to feel the clarity there. They're going to understand what it is you're offering. And there's not going to be like a, hmm, should I follow this person? Because they kind of seem all over the map. They're going to follow you if they resonate with what you're saying, because you are being clear in what you're saying. And I hope that makes sense to you guys. So again, having that clear niche or focus for your business is going to be key. And if you're not sure what your niche or focus is, and you're not ready to you know, niche down essentially, I would still come up with kind of content buckets of things you might share about. So perhaps it's sharing about five different lifestyle techniques to help your life be a little bit healthier. Uh, maybe you're going to talk about five of your favorite supplements and five of new, five like important nutrition hacks. And you're just going to rotate through that, you know, essentially 15 points over and over and over. So you're not creating a million different touch points for people. You're just talking about similar things and you're repeating them. So people start to understand, you know, your message and what your business is all about. So again, if you don't have a niche or focus, that doesn't mean you have to go off the rails and share everything about everything. You can still focus down and only, you know, give out certain um, pieces of content to keep things streamlined. So that's going to be a really simple way to grow your audience. I know for myself, you know, being really clear on my niche, which is business coaching for nutritionists, um, I would say even though on Instagram, um, you know, I'm very happy, but, you know, I don't have crazy numbers, you know, about 1700 followers, which is great. And I've scaled to that place, but it's not huge numbers in comparison to some other accounts. But what I will say is that, you know, I'd say 80% of those people are nutritionists looking for support. So I've really scaled it to, you know, my ideal client being on the platform. 
Same with my Facebook group. You know, everyone in my group is a nutritionist looking for support. So again, the numbers might not be huge, but if they are your ideal clients following you, that is the audience you want to grow. Now that's step one, have a niche or a focus. Number two, kind of on that same line is create educational content. So don't worry so much about giving it away for free. And I kind of say that in quotations because so many people say I'm so nervous to share, um, you know, my best tips or my best tricks because what am I going to help my clients with in my consultations? And I totally get this. I felt that way too. But here's the thing. People need to learn from you before they're going to invest in you. Now, I know you want to save everything until people come in the doors, but if people don't know how you can help them and how you can support them, they might not actually be engaged to want to work with you. So the idea is that by providing educational content, you're going to give them a quick win, meaning that maybe you're telling them, you know, um, the top food they should be eating to help balance their PCOS. Now, even though that's something you might help your private clients with as well, it's okay to give that away to your audience, you know, on social media or in your newsletter um, and help them get a quick win. Because if they start eating that food, they start feeling better. Now, you in their mind have helped them to reach a goal and now when they need more support they're going to turn to you so educational content is really key here and what you want to focus on is really helping people with um, you know what they need to focus on but you're not necessarily giving the how all the time so you're talking and or you're educating on a certain topic but you're not necessarily giving all of the tools now sometimes you might like i just said you might give hey eat this food this is going to help and you are going to give the how but sometimes you're just going to talk about what so you might say here's why nutrition is so important to balance PCOS so we're talking about the what and not necessarily the how but even if you give the how away eat these foods take these supplements so on so forth that doesn't mean that people won't still need your support People always need individualized support. And the key here is that you're just giving information away, but the the blessing here or the thing that is unique to you is you. So people still want to work with you to get that personalized aspect, to work through their personal um, problems or issues. And sometimes you might even tell them, you know, here are the five steps, you know, um, that you need to take. And maybe this is through social media or again, your newsletter. And they might not take them because they don't know which one to start with or they don't know which one is right for them. So again, you can always give material away and that doesn't mean everybody's going to use it. Or even if they do, they might still come to you at a later date to actually help them with different um, goals that they have for their for their nutrition or their well-being. So creating educational content, not worrying about giving your best stuff away, knowing that's actually going to create trust and value with your potential clients. Um, and it's just going to be helpful for them. So, you know, giving first before receiving, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to um, give every single thing that you know away. But again, those select things that you know are going to help people over time. Another thing to think about here is creating viral content. Now, by viral content, I mean this is something that is going to go viral. And by viral, I don't mean that, you know, it's being shared by hundreds of thousands of people, which that would be great. But let's be honest, that might not happen. Um, But by viral, what I mean is, you know, not worrying so much about how many likes you're getting on a post, but how many times it's being shared or how many times it's being saved. Now you can actually see this on Instagram. If you have a business account, you can look at your insights under each post 
and it will show you how many likes you've had, how many um, shares. So there's like one little button that looks like a little paper airplane and that if you click on that, it will say how many people have shared that post. So meaning they've shared it to their followers or their community, which is, you know, boosting your potential audience by bringing new people in. And then the other button that you want to worry about is um, it's like a little square button beside the share button and that's a save button. So you want to know how many people are saving your post because if they're saving the post, it's showing that it's been very valuable. So again, if you have a visual um, post on Instagram that maybe says, here's the top five foods to balance PCOS. And then in the comment um, below, you're actually writing out, you know, here are the foods, here's why they're good for you. Here's how to eat them. Maybe you're giving a recipe or something like that. And that's highly valuable for people. So you might see that a lot of people are sharing that post. Now, what I want you to do is actually see what posts are being shared, what posts are being saved, and then create more of that content. Because if a lot of people are sharing or saving that content, it's shows that it's again highly valuable it's gone viral a little bit and you can actually replicate or reproduce that type of content to get more potential people following you and again the right kind of people so if you're sharing that highly educational highly helpful content likely the people who are commenting or sharing or saving are those that are going to benefit from that content so that's just another tip to you know when you're using social media reflect on what you've been sharing and see what kind of content people like and then reproduce similar content like that to grow your audience. Okay, so we talked about having a niche and a focus, creating educational content. The next is getting on video or being visible. Now, the number one thing I want you to take away here is that people need to see you and your face. And if you're not ready for video at the second, I'm not going to let you off the hook completely, but I'm going to give you another way to work around this. Now, on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever platform you're using, you need to be showing your face. So even if this is through photos, you do a photo shoot and you have some professional photos, um, maybe it's more of like lifestyle photos, you in your everyday life, but whatever they are, it needs to be photos of you so people can see you and recognize you. Now, people are going to be attracted more to you and who you are and what you're like versus a logo or not showing your face, right? People, again, want to know who this practitioner is that they're gonna potentially um, invest in. So having photos of yourself is key, but even more helpful is getting on video. So showing your face, being interactive, and number one, you could be teaching on video, you could be sharing your story, you could be sharing about your services um, I would actually you know kind of rotate through all those and do a combination of all of that but being on video is going to really connect you with your audience I know this personally because I used to not do video so often um, or I do a Facebook live here and there but getting on Instagram um, video or Instagram stories more frequently has really created a conversation with me and my audience I've seen my community grow so much and people know me and even when I'm out um, teaching at the nutrition school or um, just out and about you know some people will run into me and be like hey I follow you on Instagram and I recognize you so again don't kind of just like go under the radar like put yourself out there and I know that it's probably scary but it's how you're going to connect most with people again if you want to grow that audience and grow that business putting yourself out there is really key so start small if you're not putting yourself out there at all right now um, but know that over time you need to challenge yourself and try something new and now video is going to be scary um, the first time the second time the third time but the more you do it the easier it will get 
And now I don't know if everybody knows this about me, but um, my background is actually in theater. So I went to university and um, got a bachelor in theater studies. So I had to do a combination of acting and more theoretical theater work. And um, that being said, you know, I have experience being on the stage. Now, <laughs> just because I have experience doesn't mean it's comfortable for me. And I'll be completely transparent with you that when I first started out doing monologues in theater and, you know, I'd have to get up in front of the class and do my little monologue, um, I was terrified. And the night before I would have to do it, I would be crying. I would be like buckets of sweat. I would be nervous. And then I would actually do my monologue and it would be so out of body and so uncomfortable for me that I'd kind of like black out and at the end be like, what just happened? <laughs> Like it was very traumatic for me. Um, but that being said, I kept doing it and I kept doing it. And, you know, even when it comes to Facebook lives, it kind of felt like that first time doing my monologue, I was so nervous, so scared. But the more that I did it and the more that I continue to do it, the more that I show myself that it's possible. So I want to encourage you guys, whether you have a background um, in public speaking public speaking or you don't um, really put yourself out there and see this as a test and show yourself that you can get on video or you can do audio or you can show your face and that it's okay and that the more you do this and more you're showing people that you're putting yourself out there and being a bit vulnerable in order to be able to help them a little bit more and you'll have a lot of people probably over time reach out and say wow this is so motivating to me this is really inspirational so you know the more you put yourself out there the more you're showing other people that they can do that as well so getting on video and being visible is key um, this is something i recommend to all my clients and something i would say that probably is going to grow your business faster than some other elements. So, you know, just putting yourself out there on video could really like skyrocket your business um, quicker than some other things might. Um, the next thing that I want to say is, you know, a really quick way to grow your audience would be to run a workshop or an online webinar. Now you might do a workshop in person. Um, I would keep it really focused. So again, if your focus is PCOS, you know, have a, you know, um, five ways to uh, balance PCOS type of workshop, like make it very, very clear of who it's for and make it very, um, actionable so people can come and they can learn something and they can take away something and feel really good about um, taking their time to come out to the workshop now if you're clear about who that workshop's going to help you're going to get those ideal clients in the seats and they're really primed and ready to learn from you so at the end of the workshop you can invite them to join your newsletter join you over on Instagram or Facebook, uh, sign up with you one-on-one, -on -one, you know, book a discovery call. There's so many potential options after you've taught people for a period of time to take them to that next step with you. And it's gonna create an instant connection. Now you can also do this online with a webinar if you're not doing in-person consulting. Um, so it'd be an online webinar. You could still do, you know, the five top foods for PCOS or to balance your PCOS. Like you can use the same topic and essentially run the, the workshop in the same way, but just in an online way. So maybe you'll use something like Zoom, the video conferencing platform, and you'll run it there. You'll give everyone a link to join and you'll be on video. Or if you don't feel comfortable on video, you could just do slides share your slides and teach them that way and that's a really quick way to grow your audience the next thing that I want to mention is you know kind of scaling away from you your focus on your business and starting to reach out to other businesses to grow your audience now what I mean by this is starting to do guest blogging 
or guest podcasting or even do an Instagram takeover for people. Basically what you're doing is you're tapping in with other people in the industry. Probably not a nutritionist doing the exact same thing you're doing, but maybe a naturopath that works with women with PCOS or women with um, just women's health issues. Um, Maybe you're working with an acupuncturist or a Reiki master or a medical doctor. You know, whoever you can really match up with that can maybe refer some clients your way or open up their audience to you is going to be really key. So what you would do here is just connect with those people and say, you know, I love your content. I love what you're sharing. Would I'm a holistic nutritionist or I'm a health coach that's helping women do X, Y, Z. Um, would you be open to me coming on and doing a guest blog post for you, you know, considering that they have a blog or if they have a podcast, could I be a guest on your podcast? Here's what I could bring to your audience. Be really clear about what you can bring and how you can help them because they want to know what's in it for me or what's in it for my audience. Um, another thing you could do if they don't have a blog or a podcast is ask if you could do an Instagram takeover and really be like super, um, educational with the content you're sharing so tell them you know i'm going to share the top five foods here's what i'm going to share it's going to be super valuable for your audience and you could do that and that's a quick and easy way to tap into another person's um audience right so if let's say that person has 1500 followers with people who have women's health issues or pcos and you're focusing on pcos that's a quick way to tap in to that same or similar audience and pull from them and pull them over to your channels or your social media so that's kind of um, this idea called hub marketing which i learned from tad hargrave um, marketing for hippies if you guys want to check him out he's fantastic he has a lot of good um, ways to explain how to break down some marketing concepts that might be a little confusing for us people coming from more of a um not a marketing background, I guess is the best way to say it. So check out um, uh, Marketing for Hippies. But he talks about hub marketing. So again, hooking up with key players in the industry. So again, you might be working with that naturopath and you're just bringing something a little bit different to their audience that that person's not able to give. So whether that's your different approach or the unique way you do something, or maybe it's your skill set or the training you have is a little different from that person's. But again, you're just going to show them why um, they should open up their audience because that can be a little scary for people. They've grown their audience. Um, There's a lot of trust there. You know, you have to show them that you're going to bring a lot of value and that they should trust in you as well. So even if it's hooking up for a coffee date with them or a virtual coffee date and having a little chat beforehand um, and then offering the same them the same, maybe they can come into your audience and do a training. So again, hooking up with these different businesses um, and growing your audience that way. And then the last thing I wanted to say, and this is a little bit obvious, but not always are we doing this, um, but here's a way to grow your audience, you know, 100% of the time, and that is be consistent. So whatever you're choosing to do, whether it's creating educational content, doing a workshop, um, doing guest blogging, whatever it is, be consistent. So consistency to me means, you know, choose um how often you can maybe post on Instagram or how often you can write a blog post and do that consistently. So if it's, you know, twice a week, you're going to post on Instagram, you know, put that in your calendar twice a week, I'm going to post on Instagram. Or if you've chosen to write one blog post a month, do that 
every single month. And obviously, the more often you're writing or you're posting, um, the more potential you have to grow your audience because platforms like Instagram or Facebook, you know, kind of favor people who create more content. Um, So be consistent. Don't just create content for a month and then drop off. You know, if you know that you have to be away from your business for a little while, try to create some things and batch some things and then put it out over time. Now, consistency is really key because again, we want people to be able to trust us and know that we're there for them when we need us. We want to be top of mind. Um, So again, you know, just whatever method you choose to be on, please just be consistent. So just to wrap things up, again, the simple ways to grow your audience are to have a niche or a focus for your business, create super educational content, perhaps even viral content, get on video and be visible for your audience, run a workshop or even an online webinar, uh, tap into that hub marketing and do a guest blog post or a guest podcast or even an Instagram takeover. And then finally, be consistent. So I hope that this was helpful for you. What I'd love for you to do is choose one of these things to focus on right now, even if it's just getting on video, showing your face, saying hi, trying it out. Maybe you pre-record the video if live video is scary. And I want you to pick that thing and I want you to do it. And if it's on social media, I'd love for you to tag me, stephanielong.ca, to show me that you're doing that thing. I will be the cheerleader for you. I'll share your post if you tag me. Let me know what you're doing. And what I would also love to encourage you to do is to hit subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed and also leave a review if you don't mind. Now, every time you hit subscribe and leave a review, it's actually bringing the podcast to a wider audience, just like what we're talking about today. And I would love for more people to find the podcast. I've heard from so many of you that it's been so helpful for your nutrition business, but I love for more nutritionists to know about the podcast. So again, if you could do me that favor right when we're done, here hit subscribe leave a review i would highly appreciate it or really appreciate it and i hope you guys found a lot of value in this episode and i'll see you next week thanks for listening in if you like this episode feel free to leave us a review share the episode with a friend or take us on social media catch you next time